song. Good singing. Good singing. Well, let's let anybody have a prayer request. We'll lift up this morning before we pray. Before we pray. My daddy and the Bench family and hearts. Yeah, I definitely need to pray for that. So Lisa's still in the hospital. She is doing better, but they're still not exactly sure what all's going on. Uh, numbers and all as far as life work. I haven't proved some, but uh, and she's stable, but she's ready to go home. And uh, anyway, just remember her and Neil, uh, and then David Mathis, also a good friend of Bo's, uh, found out he, or not David, I'm sorry, Herbie, had uh, Lori has left home. Brother Don, I think he's in the hospital. Yeah, he's in the ICU. I understand. Last I heard, that Brother Don was in ICU. Ricky's on Fortnite and Lehigh today. Okay. Um, I'm Mom and the family. Yeah, I didn't know Mother's mom was mom. I understand Kenneth Cameron's not there. I think he'll take care of the I talked to Kathy this morning, and uh, Brother Don is, uh, they diagnosed him with pneumonia and uh, a place on his foot, of course, him being diabetic. But, uh, but anyhow, that she said that the doctor just come in and talked to him this morning and gave him that diagnosis so uh, they can start treating him. Yeah. Uh, but he seemed to be in good spirits. She had it on speakerphone and he was just a hooping and hollering in the background. <laughs> well, that's, that's a blessing there. Yeah. I'd like yes. y'all to remember Jane. She's in
that they would feel your spirit and your strength close by. Lord, we ask that you go with us in the service. Anyone has a part, Lord, we ask that you hand would be on them, especially if Brother Steve stands before us, Lord, that you would anoint him with the spirit, Lord, and just give him that that you would have us to have. Open our hearts, Lord, that we can hear and receive that that you sent to us this very day. Lord, we ask that you just move everything that we do and all that we say here. And Lord, all those that have met out across the country, the little churches like this and big churches and big cathedrals, Lord, that you would be in the midst of them. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Brother Roger, you're coming. Bring your devotion this morning. And why is coming up? Does any, I know we have all these prayer requests. Anybody got prayed for? You know, God's blessed us for the wonderful, wonderful week. And, and, and great day. But any of you have anything you'd like to just, just lift up and pray for? I praise Him for everything. Amen. Amen. He sure is good to us. Good to be here this morning. Uh, and uh, it's a Memorial Weekend. You know, we think about it, and uh, Memorial uh, Weekend is, is where we honor those who uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice. And we have a Veterans Day that we honor all who served, and we have a Memorial Day where we honor those who served who didn't return. And uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing that we do that. And uh, it's, um, you know, I've never been so humbled. I guess is if you go by a military cemetery and you just look down the rows and the perfect straight, whichever way you look, if you look straight at them, they're perfectly in line. If you look 45 degrees, they're perfectly in line. 90 degrees, they're perfectly in line. And that's. Um, to me, that it just kind of makes me feel so inadequate to um, to even exist with people who are that brave and that that gallant that they were willing to do that. But it's uh, it's the world we live in, and, uh, and uh, we've got those people walking among us. And we don't know them. We don't know all of them. But uh, when you go to you know you go to the shop or you go somewhere, uh, you're in amongst those people. But they're not making announcements about what they're doing. They're just they're just there to serve, and um, just uh, want to uh, just keep that in mind this weekend. And, and uh, those that uh, that didn't return, uh, they've left memories, and we do what we do for them as a memorial, that, uh, just like this. We do it in remembrance of them, that uh, their service would not be forgotten, and they would not be forgotten. But uh, you know that's. Uh, uh, that's just uh, my thoughts on that this morning. Uh, don't forget your baby bottles. Fill them up. We need to. We need to help save a life. And I kind of segue into that. Into this from that. Got a card this morning. Uh, this week from. Um, uh, said Liberty Hill Baptist Church came to my house, and it says, "Oh boy." Please join us for a baby shower honoring Sidney Johnson and baby Hunter Paul. Sunday, June 11th at 2 p.m. Robin Hill Missionary Baptist Church, uh, 154 Robin Hill Road, Aniana. They're registered at Target and Amazon. And I'll post this on the bulletin board. Uh, 
there's some of us around, Bo, Bobby, remembers when Sydney was born. Her mom sat back right there where Pam's sitting. And uh, so I told Sydney one time, I said, I remember you when you were this big. <laughs> and uh, she had a big old smile came on her face. And, and uh, it, it was it's good, to, good to make this an announcement for them. And uh, I know that, uh, that they're going to be wonderful parents to this little, this little boy that's coming. Um, just got uh, a little bit of scripture I want to read, and uh, don't, I don't have to say anything about it. It's, uh, it's over in Deuteronomy. When the children of Israel were getting ready to go into the promised land, and Moses was kind of turning the reins over to Joshua. Uh, they had sent the spies in, and the, and the spies came back and reported giants and we can't take these people, they're too strong. But Joshua said we do it. Um, so in the minds of the people that were about to go in, you know, they had two camps there. One that said, they're too strong, they're too big, they're too powerful for us. And one says, we've got this. We're going, we can do this. So as, as Moses kind of turned the reins over, he gave uh, this encouragement to him. He says, be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And Moses called unto Joshua, and said unto him, The sight of all Israel, Be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people into the land which the Lord has uh, sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt uh, cause them to inherit it. And the Lord... He it is that doth go before thee, and he will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. And Moses wrote this law and delivered it unto the priest, the sons of Levi, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord in you, uh, and unto all the elders of Israel. So, you know, that same, that same God that goes before Israel hadn't changed, has he? He still goes before his people. So, you know, the times that we get discouraged and we look at something and say, that's not possible. We can't do that. If it's his will that we do that, we'll do it. Sure. We can do it and we will do it. So just keep in mind that, that the same God that went before the children of Israel into the, into the promised land is still here. And he's still available to go before us if we'll call on his name. Amen. Anybody got anything you'd like to say this morning before we take our classes? Yes, sir. Brother Walter, have, have any of y'all been to the Vietnam Memorial in Washington? I have not. I, I think each star represents maybe 10,000 people killed. And on, on YouTube the other day, I saw where since the uh, Civil War, 1,100,000 plus soldiers fighting for our country have been killed. Thankful for the freedom to be here today. Amen. If I'm not mistaken, I saw posted somewhere where out of County 39, there's a man and his wife had put out something like 20,000 flags in their field or 2,000. I forgot. It was a great number. That was a picture of it, and they just went forever. Little small flags. Um, that's 
kind of close to our community. They, I think they said it was seven and a half miles off of Highway 75. That's out here in the the woods, isn't it, Bobby? <coughs> Pretty close? No, I'm only a mile off 75. Yeah, but I mean 30, Highway 39, aren't you? 36. 36. 36. Okay, maybe it was 30. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, they they did a memorial in their in their field for that, and it was really pretty. I saw a picture of it. So somebody got a discovery decoration at the Wendell Cemetery and puts a flag on all bedrooms. Mama's name always has one. Somebody come by. Anyone else? I might mention uh, Brother Roger the. Ray Peterson was here last Sunday, sitting right back there. Um, he's my neighbor. Oh, my close. I don't have many close neighbors. He's the closest one to my house, and he um, he is a Vietnam veteran, and he was in he was injured in uh, during wartime, and he saw a lot of things that um, that really still bother him. Uh, he told me the other day. He said, "I've killed more people than I even want to think about." And seen more stuff than I've, and uh, he's he's really been having a tough time with that PSD. I guess it's what it is they have. And, uh, but that's the first time he's been in church in probably uh, many many years. And he did tell me he enjoyed being here and appreciated what he felt. So uh, please pray for him, and hopefully they'll be they'll be coming back and visiting. Yes, and he said he's been in the special forces, I think. Yeah. I think he said he was shot in the back. I think he was shot in the back, I think. Those of us that have never served in a situation like that can't even imagine. Yeah. We can see the movies and things, but it's not like, it, it's it's not really the movies like that. Does he have a letter? Anyone else? If not, we'll take the classes. She's not. You're going to go back to the back? Yeah, I like to get behind everybody. See if they're talking about me. 
like I'm on? I'm on. Hey, good morning, everybody. I think when we left off last Sunday, we were on the Mount of Olives looking towards Old Jerusalem. Well, this is the opposite view. As we're going up across the valley to Old Jer at Jerusalem, Old Jerusalem, this is looking back. Let me find my pointer here. There he is. With the Mount of Olives. The, yeah, the Mount of Olives was up there. And a couple things to notice. Uh, all the tombs that we talked about, they're facing west to where we are now. All the ones that had the rocks on them. And then second of all, this is a road in count. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's big business. I'm so thankful for our bus driver. He got that bus in places I don't think I could have got my truck. But uh, he was good. The other interesting thing about this picture is right there. Raindrops. It came a flood while we were on top of the Mount of Olives. And that's unusual. But that's what it looks like looking from west to east. So supposedly, all those, well, for sure, all those graves, everybody stood up, they'd be looking at you. Okay? Any questions from last Sunday? Okay, Sister Pam. Interesting little, can you see what that is right there? What is that? It's a rooster. It's a rooster on top of that one. Okay, Pam. What was that? We'll see it. We'll get back to it. Now, this is just, just looking across the valley, just again showing how everything's built on the side of a hill. There's a university up here at the top of it. All right, we are here. This is a piece of the wall. Um, the wall as it stands now is not exactly in spots where the wall was previously. You have to remember Jerusalem was destroyed to the ground in 70 AD. It was destroyed again by the Persians. and uh, So it's been leveled several times. But the north side of the wall has actually been extended to the north a little bit. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Okay, Pam. And that's a side view of the wall, just give you kind of dimension. Um, you're not going to scale up it. Now, there's seven, eight, I can't remember, Sister Maggie, gates. And that's the only way you get into the old city. Uh, we went in, the uh, this particular gate, I think it's, we went in, oh goodness, it's either Jaffa Gate, or I think we came out the Lion Gate. Each one has a name, and uh, that's the only way you'll get into those cities, through one of the gates. Obviously this was built for protection, they could barricade that, <coughs> and if you tried to rush the gate, you know, they could stand up here and throw rocks and hot oil down on you. Go ahead. What? Talk about the Jaffa Gate. Yeah. When I went, I was with uh, a couple a doctor and um, people. We got up to the Jaffa Gate. We had a rental car, and um, she accidentally pulled too close. Mm -hmm. 
she set off the alarm at the Jaffa Gate, <laughs> and I mean, within seconds, yeah. we were surrounded by the IDF with machine guns yep. on us, screaming in Hebrew, raise your hands. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking, it was in seconds. Yeah. So, trust me, there's. <laughs> That's yeah. probably one of the safer places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they keep an eye out for car bombs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sister. Lisa Pam. All right, we are now headed to the, right there, place of the Last Supper. And just a couple of shots on the way up. Oh, just a reminder, if you don't have one, there's thumb drives back here with all these pictures where you can see them at your leisure in a, much, a little better color as well. Now, it's my understanding this one is not tradition. This one's pretty nailed down. This is where it was. They have to keep in mind that everything's been built around and on top of these sites. So that's that's what I was <clears throat> wondering. Is that a relatively new building or is that Middle been taken very good care of? Oh yeah. So that's not the actual It's the actual site. Right. Yeah, but probably not the actual the way it looked, yeah. I guess they tried to recreate it. They did have some pretty good structural engineers back then. They did. They also had some hateful enemies, too. But there's where the table would have sat for the Last Supper. Can you make out the three people? The, you know, there's a fella. Two thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Did the people who lived there travel mainly by car, by bus, train? There were cars, but a lot of people rode bicycles and mopeds and Traffic's like terrible. It's so compact. It is. It is. It'd be hard to get a vehicle. Now, in the old, the old, inside the old city, you walked, period. Yeah. This is different places as, as we came out of it. A lot of places you could walk like this that were open. Kind of like the forts down in St. Augustine yeah. and yeah. Mobile. Now, there's another view across the valley back at the Mount of Olives from Old Jerusalem. Some places it's level, some places it's stair stepped like that. Yep. Just another view. You can see a lot better on the thumb drive. Would you want to 
No, no, no. Well, keep in mind in Jerusalem, the weekend is Friday and Saturday. Everybody goes back to work on Sunday. Yeah. Back up just one notch, Pam. That is a port. I don't know what the word would be. Not portrait, but pardon? Mosaic. Mosaic. Yeah, that might be a better word. Of Christ in a harness, which made absolutely no sense to me, but we'll find out later why. As we start visiting the. Uh, the Holy Stairs, the statue of Peter's denial, and the crypt and the deep pit. Now, has anybody put two and two together with a rooster? Yep. Yeah, that's in honor of Peter's denial. That structure has a rooster on top of it. Not the greatest legacy I guess you'd want to leave, but there's a better picture of that picture of Christ bound and then a, a harness with ropes on it. There's a closer shot of the university. No, they, oh, they do not. And you start seeing these carvings. Obviously, Christ. Okay, now, let me, well, go ahead. This, everybody familiar with a cistern? How about an underground cistern? Hang on a second, Pam. What they did... They would dig an open, they would you know, be solid rock. Oh, obviously the cistern's a place to hold water, whether it's a small container or a really large container. And they actually dug up down into the rock, and the open is not but about this big around. And they would put people in, they kept digging out, digging out, digging out, and that's where the cistern was. Okay? They'd pour water in it. And it's probably... Oh, it's much higher than this ceiling because now there's stairs you can go down into the bottom of it and look up through the hole. Okay, pal. Almost Well, it was not as much to hide as to store it and keep it cool. Keep it from evaporating. Yeah, and it would evaporate. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Indians in the desert in the U.S. probably eight, nine hundred years ago that would haul water in pots for 30 or 40 miles mm -hmm. and put it in a cistern yeah. under a rock dwelling that they built. you got to remember how precious water is over there, especially in the past. Okay, Pam. <coughs> That's the floor of the cistern. No, it was not. But hey, they were slaves. They didn't care. Yeah. yeah. There's looking up the uh, before the stairs were built to it, the only way in and out. Okay? Now, 
We actually, the two of the girls led, read scripture while we were down in the bottom of it. So let me tie this all together now. As so often in the Bible, we read, we read right across something and it never dawns on us. After the Last Supper with Christ and the disciples, then came the betrayal. And then he was taken to Caiaphas, right? And then at the end, and this is recorded, if you read it closely, it's recorded in all four Gospels. And then after that was Peter's denial, right? And, and you have where Caiaphas was the high priest. And he, they had the little rinky-dink trial, if you want to call it that way, and said, uh, that's where Jesus said, you'll see me coming in power. And, you know, Caiaphas ripped his clothes and said, what else do we need to hear? And everybody says, guilty, guilty of death. Well, Jews can't put anybody to death. They don't run the show. The Romans do. And every time you look at the next chapter, it either says the next morning or the next day, they take him to Herod, right? Well, what about during the night? Here's the pit. This cistern had been turned into a holding cell for prisoners awaiting Pilate. So Jesus would... You can go ahead a little forward, Pam. Jesus would have been let down by that harness through that little hole after being beaten and spit on, and he spent the night in that wet, cold, underground cistern. So, you know, you just kind of read over it in the Scriptures, and the next morning, well, okay, but what happened during that night? Well, that's where Christ spent the night, was in the bottom of that cistern. That was... And there's just talks about the sacred pit. That was one of the places that kind of got your goose when you were down there, if I could use that term. It was a, it was a pretty emotional spot for all of us because it never occurred to me. But so he spent the night possibly alone if he was the only one to go see Pilate the next day in that muddy, cold cistern. So the only way in was to be let down, the only way to be pulled back out through that hole. Any questions on that? Okay, Pam. And if you get your thumb drive, you can read all these. It talks about them. Okay. This would have been the actual path to be crucified. Those stones would be we were told they'd be real close, if not originals. It was marked off where you obviously you couldn't walk down it, but you were able to stand there and look look at it. See how it's fenced off. But when it says Jesus was led to Pilate, that would have been the path. Now there's a statue that is forever showing Peter's denial. See, there's, whoops, I'm sorry, I almost dropped That being Peter and this being the woman that says, I know you are, I know you're one of them. 
So you see, this all happened in a relatively really, really small area. We're not talking from this statue to the path 20 yards. And it's just outside of, the, of Caiaphas, wherever he was. Hence, there's you get the rooster on top of the steeple. Okay, Pam. And from where we stood to one of the traditional, and here I go, traditional, there's two spots where they believe Christ was crucified and buried. You have one, and, and originally I thought, well, one of them can't be right because it's inside the walls. But the wall has been moved further north. And so now one of them is actually inside the wall now, but it wouldn't have then. And it's, it's called the traditional site. Uh, like fire ants getting in there. But, then, but we made it somehow. But there's another one that, that really meant more to me because it looked more like what I would have pictured that it would have looked like in the time. Keep in mind this... This has all been built up and around it. But anyway, this would have been a, roughly the distance walking down and going over to here where Pilate would have been. Okay, Pam. Just some more of the walkway, the path. Right, hang on. To, oh, we'll stop there just a second. These are all some of the places. Bo, what's it called? The no, no, before that. The, the 12 points of where Christ... Via... Via Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just some of the points of it. Alright, so we'll leave there for a little bit now. <laughs> Obviously my picture's a little fragmented because we ran out of time this day. So we started the next morning at the Western Wall. Now you can see the wall coming and some of the structures that are inside it. It's like a city within a city. Mm -hmm. Is that a guard house? Could have been at one time, yes. Probably was. It must be kind of a high area because it looked like a communications tower over there too. Yeah, Jerusalem, like every other city, is on a hill. Yeah, like yeah. Side of the but there is a valley that runs down between Old Jerusalem and the Mount of Olives. Pretty good valley. And I did know the name of it. But yeah, that was to look out for your enemies as they came. And that's the Temple Mound. All right, you are now looking at the Western Wall. Now, I'll show you a picture, lady, where it at, in a few moments where it actually is in relation to the rest. But this is one of the most holy places. Well, actually, it might be the most holy place. I don't know. I guess it's between here and the Temple Mound. Because in the Temple Mound, they believe that's where the uh, creation was, where Abraham went to sacrifice Isaac. But they believe here all the prayers around the whole earth gather here and go up. 
So it's kind of like us flying anywhere through Atlanta. All prayers go through the Western Wall. Um, to help give perspective, there's an entrance right there to go under, which we will in a few minutes. But this is a very large, very large courtyard within the old city. Okay, you're already inside the old city, but this is this was actually a retainer wall to some of the original walls. But since it's all that's left of original walls above ground, this is their holy place. Okay, Pam, for the Jews. And we will actually take a tour, the Western Wall Tunnel, which is, was pretty fascinating as well. Now see all the men standing against the wall? <coughs> they will pray. Now this was a holy spot. We had to wear, cover our knees, cover our shoulders. But not only do they pray, but they leave a note about their prayer and they stick it in the cracks. Don't ask me why, but they do. In case you missed it. In case they didn't, they didn't get heard, somebody come by and read the notes, I guess. But this, when you, Western Wall, that's it. And you can see, it's a little hard to tell here, all the people. Now, this place was packed. Most places inside the old city were packed. Okay, Pam. There you can see the ones that are praying. Notice their heads are covered. And some people, like us, just spectators. Now they do it a little different than we do. You know, when we have altar prayers, the ladies on this side, the men on this side, they're backwards. Ladies, the way you're looking, the ladies are over on the right. They are segregated at the wall. Did you have to wear a robe or is that just... No. You have, you have different <coughs> levels of Judaism, I guess. You've got the casual Jew and you've got the full-fledged Orthodox Jew. So that, you could tell by the way they were dressed. Okay, Pam. See, there's an Orthodox. The beard, the hat, covering. I shot a quick picture of him without him knowing it. They don't really like me to take pictures, but I took a few. And of course, there's someone praying. The crack. See the paper right there where someone left a prayer stuck in the crack. You want to see something that's really, it looks odd. It's, I was in Miami one time on a business trip and we had about an hour that we didn't have anything to do. So my buddy and I walked from the hotel down to the boardwalk on the beach. And there were a, a group of Orthodox Jews walking on the boardwalk on the beach mm -hmm. in Miami. And uh, it was about 85 degrees and they were dressed like that. And I was dying dressed casually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sister Elaine, see, he just has the head covering. So he's Jewish, but he's not as orthodox as this guy. They almost look Amish. They, really they do, really do. Yes, they do. Because remember the rule was if, if they grabbed your beard and some of it didn't stick out below your hand, you got beaten. That's how they, the beard's measured. Okay, Pam, we gotta hurry. I do not know about the chairs, unless it was for someone who was just physically not able to stand, is all I could imagine. Yeah. 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 Now here's the ladies on the other side. 
Little small tables. And this was the entrance to go that we went in. They call the Western Wall Caves, but really it's just to see some of the old stones in the very foundation that are original. And yes, right there in the middle of all that, Israeli police. Now there's you a good one. I took a few quick pictures. See, he's got his hat on and his beard. There's one guy I really want you to see. Oh, back up one. I don't know if you can see, but a lot of them, they braid their hair on both sides. Can you see it coming down on his side? It's like they braid their sideburns. But he doesn't have the long beard. So that's just another, another level, I guess, of going between orthodox and liberal. Yeah. Now, as Sister Maggie was talking about, this is the army. This actually is females. Males and females both serve in the military. Three years mandatory. And yes, they carry those babies right there. And they'll not hesitate to use them. That's right. They don't have to hunt their bullet. Do they? they don't have to hunt their bullet. They don't have to ask permission. They shoot and ask questions later. Okay, Pam, I think one more. I love the guy wearing the sun, the lampshade. <laughs> and now you can see his sideburns braided. I don't know. It's just a hat. Like I say, the, yeah, I said look like a lampshade to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I said, it's just different. I guess they feel like that that qualifies. No, they're living in the the six hundreds maybe. Okay, so we'll end with this slide. But if you look, imagine the old old temple being here, Solomon's temple. There's where the Western Wall is, and it actually was reinforcing the main wall back here, right behind it. But since it's kind of all that's left, that's that's where all the Jewish prayers go before they go up to heaven from the whole world. Okay, any questions? We've got to stop. It's time yeah. to stop. Which, which side of the temple in this view would be the beautiful gate? Do you know? I don't. You're looking, you know, obviously the western wall is on the west side, so this shot would be looking maybe northeast. It would be due east coming straight back this way. The Mount of Olives being over here, over across the valley over here. One more, Pam, and we'll quit. It might show it even better. If I'm, yeah, yeah. There's a look at what the original area would have looked like. You know, the ramp to get up to the gates, and the western wall was that section right there. This being west, north, east, and south. When you went inside, they had these little short slide movie things you could watch. All right. Well, we will pick up looking at some great big stones next Sunday. Any more questions? All right.